In the last 20 years, I've dealt with many realtors, both on the residential and the commercial side, whether it's buying buildings, leasing office space, or whether it's buying homes or renting vacation properties. And I've experienced working with great ones, good ones, and some bad ones. And today, I'm going to give you a perspective of your relationship with your realtor that maybe no one's explained to you before. And if it makes any sense, you get value from it. I want you to give you a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel and share it with others as well. So look, when it comes down to buying or selling a house, there's four parties involved. Typically, there's four parties involved. There's you, there's your realtor, there is them, there is their realtor, right? And you could be the buyer, they're the seller, you could be the seller, they're the buyer, but regardless, there's typically four parties involved, right? Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, how many different teams are there? Teams, how many teams are there? What do you mean by that, Pat? Here's what I mean by it. I mean, you and your realtor, you are one team, right? Them and their realtor is one team, but there's one other team that no one thinks about that 90% of the time have a longer relationship together than the rest of them do, and here's who it is. is your realtor and their realtor. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. How many times are you going to do business with your realtor? How many times is the seller going to do business with their realtor versus how many times are your realtor and their realtor going to do business together? Let's just say you do business together with them once, maybe twice, maybe three times. Maybe they do twice, three times, maybe four times. How often do you think they're going to do business together? Five times? Ten times? 20, 30, 40 times? What if they're the main guys in the city that you're buying a house or buying a building or selling a property? Think about it. And they've both been around for 20 years. You don't think they know of each other? You don't think they've done business together? You don't think they know that on the next deal coming up, they're going to have to. So if they push too hard on the next one, you get where I'm going with this, right? So here's how it goes. You go to your realtor and you say, oh, my gosh, I love this building. This is the building we want to buy. This is the office we want to buy. We love this office. We love this building. This is the building. This is the one we want to buy. Everybody on the team loves it. And you tell your realtor, thinking this realtor's on your team, right? Okay. Then the other side, the seller says, Look, I just want to let you know, I'm not selling this thing for less than, you know, I have to get my $7 million, even though it's on the market for $8.5 million. Now his realtor knows $7 million is the cutoff. Now, then they talk. So you, your realtor's like, okay, let me see what I, I'm going to go get the best deal for you. Their realtor goes, okay, let me, let me get, I want to get him more than $7 million. I'm going to do my best, but it's good to know where you're at. And then the two realtors unite and they talk. So what does it look like? Well, I tell you, you know, he's not, he's, he's got a number and he's not willing to, what number do you think you can get him for? I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be a stretch at $7 million. I think, I think your, your buyer's got to go with 7-7. Seven, seven. They're not going to go there. These guys are going to go at 6-9. Well, I don't know what we can do. Look, see if you can get them at this number here. Let me go back and talk to them. And they go back to talk. They both want to sell it at the highest possible value, including your realtor, especially if you're the buyer. They make more money if you sell it for $7 million instead of $6.5 million. That's an additional $500,000 of commission. You think it's fully them wanting to get it for you? Not all the time. So then they come back and they say, okay, why don't we do this? Uh, I think I can get them for seven. Yeah, I, I, I got them. They like the house a lot. They like the building a lot. You can tell from their emotion. I saw the wife. The wife was very excited. They really want the house. They want this place. to. Okay, great. No problem. Then let's try to sell it for $7.2 million. And then they go back and forth. So because they have the relationship. This is the part where buyers and sellers forget that no matter how much you do business with your realtor, the two realtors are a bigger team than you know in the most indirect way. Attorneys, two divorce attorneys, when they talk to each other, what do you think both divorce attorneys know? Drag this thing out. The longer it goes, the more hours we can charge. You know the code. Wink, wink. Let's keep going. Similar model. Now, 
Some realtors are watching this, they're pissed off at me. Pat, how dare you make a video like this and talk about this in this manner? I'm not talking about this in this manner. I'm just telling you, most realtors are like this. Now, let me give you some of the realtors that work as partners. I dealt with one. Uh, I've dealt with a couple of them, Jackie Dorbritz being one of them in Dallas. She showed me properties for four years, and I never bought anything from her. Patient, incredibly patient, constantly calling me back. To everything was so respectful. For four years, this woman never made any money off of me. But she eventually got a nice $100,000 check plus from us, not a hundred, couple hundred thousand dollar check from us for what she did because she was a great realtor. She did her part right. And there's many others here. So now if you're watching and say, well, Pat, what can I do to make sure that as the buyer or the seller, the realtor's fully on my side? Uh-huh. You're asking the right question now. Here's what it is. Either find a realtor that you're going to do repetitive business together for, for many, many years to come or become the following. I tell all the people I do business with, here's what I tell them. I say, listen, I'm probably going to be your greatest referral source of your career. What do you mean? I'm probably going to send you more referrals than anyone's ever sent you in your entire life. So guess what? You better take care of me. Because if you don't, those referrals are going somewhere else. And I'm telling it as a joke, but I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. So if you're watching and saying, how can I get to that point? Influence, be somebody that gives uh, referrals out to people. If you say you're going to give referrals out to people, do it. If your realtor's so good, tell the world about it. If your realtor's done such an outstanding job for you, protect them. Tell the world. Give the referral. Call your family. Call your friends. Work for them because when it comes down to it, they will 100% be on your side because they know you are the relationship they don't want to lose. Not the other relationship. Their concern becomes you not the relationship with the realtor. You, because you give them referrals, and you don't do one deals. You do two, three, because you're a B-back customer, and B-back customers are very, very hard to find. So having said that, if you watch this video and you got value out of it, put a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and share it with your friends and your peers. And if your realtor watching this and you disagree, I would love to hear your thoughts. By the way, I did another video four or five years ago negotiating an office lease. If you're about to lease an office space and you want to know the dynamics, I've leased in my career through my company probably a million and a half square feet of office space, a lot, and I've dealt with many of them. It's probably not a bad idea for you to watch this video when it comes down to leasing office space as well. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.